0: listening to The Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I'm your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Good Friday show for you heading into the weekend. I'm just fired up because college football season is underway. I'm six days away from going to Vegas for my annual first week of NFL trip. I'm just excited. I'm in a good mood. Things are great. We're going to talk a little bit about Bachelor stuff. We're going to address what happened on Big Brother last night. And I kind of have an update, a possible update, thanks to an emailer in regards to my Olive Garden story from the other day. We'll get to that momentarily. This podcast is also brought to you by Organifi. Go to Organify.com, Use code REALITYSTEVE for 20% off your next order. It's a superfood blend that tastes amazing and makes it easier for anyone to choose their own health Every day. Organifi.com. Use code REALITYSTEVE for 20% off your next order. All right, let's start with some news in Bachelorland, Bachelorette land, whatever you want to call it. In regards to yesterday, my story regarding Nate and hearing that, yeah, he rejected the role of the Bachelor. Again, I don't have details of even if that's true that he actually rejected it, which means it would have had to have been offered to him, and they said, we want you to be The Bachelor, and he said, no, I don't want to do it. You know, Who knows if he's telling the truth? They might have just said, you know what, we're moving in a different direction, and Nate is telling people, oh, I rejected the role. We just don't know. But safe to say, he's not going to be The Bachelor for whatever reason, so we can move on from there. Um, there seemed to be a misunderstanding yesterday. Um, I thought I made myself pretty clear, but if I didn't, We'll clear it up now. When I was talking about, well, who does this mean is going to be the next Bachelor? The only guy from Rachel and Gabby season that I could see even really getting that role is Zach. But that doesn't mean Zach's going to be the next Bachelor. I had people emailing me yesterday, and I saw comments on my social media about, yeah, that'd be great to see Zach as the Bachelor. I'm like, I never said Zach was the Bachelor. I have no idea if Zach's going to be the Bachelor. I said it over and over again. I have no idea who they're talking to now. Now that Nate is out of the running, which they clearly were interested in him, I have no idea who's even in the running. I just said if we're just looking at guys from Rachel and Gabby's season, the only one I can really see would be Zach. Avan, I guess, is a possibility as well, but Zach was the one that struck out to me as somebody that um, could get that role, but I have no idea if they're even talking to Zach. I just said, I from this season, he would be the only one that I could really see. Maybe Avon. But it's just all speculation at this point. I have no idea, and I, I'm not trying to say that I do. I'm telling you, I do not know who they're talking to and who's up for the role for Bachelor. So if I hear something as we get closer to the announcement, I'll obviously tell you, but I've got nothing right now because I really thought it was going to be Nate. And according to him... He's not going to do it for whatever reason. Also, I saw that Katie is going to get a YouTube channel. There seemed to be stuff going on with her contract situation. She's she's hinted at it, and now it seems like she's free and able to do what she wants to do. I don't know if she's going to talk about that stuff because in the clip that I saw where she was promoting the fact that she's going to have a YouTube channel – Katie basically just said, like, I had my life that you know me from on the show. She didn't even say the show. She didn't want to reference the show. It seems like her YouTube channel is not going to be, oh, here's some tea, here's some gossip, here's behind-the-scenes stuff. It doesn't sound like she's going that route, which has worked for a lot of people in this franchise that continually talk about the show. Pretty much all the Bachelor-related podcasts still talk about it. If she's not going to do that, that's great for her because there are people that have branched out and not been able to or not use the platform of staying in Bachelor Nation and talking about Bachelor Nation and have made a name for themselves, i.e. Rachel now because Rachel has moved on to other things. Uh, Hannah Ann, clearly, with her baking stuff. So Katie can do that. I don't know what her what her topics are going to be and what she's going to cover on her show. But it sounds like she's getting away from bachelor nation stuff because she knows she's a lightning rod, I guess she knows that everybody dissects everything that she says. And she's probably just tired of it. Like I'm just done. I don't need this. Every time I open my mouth in regards to anything revolving regarding the show, somebody has to say something and say, why are you still talking about that? And all this stuff. It sounds like she's just over it, which good for her. Um, I'll be interested to see what her YouTube channel is like. And, you know, I'm sure, I I don't know, obviously I've got so many other things that I listen to and podcasts and stuff, but if she ever says anything about bachelination or controversial, I'm sure I'm going to hear about it. I don't need to tune into it to hear it because it will get around because Katie is definitely a lightning rod in this franchise that people love to talk about. I think one other thing yesterday, um, I recorded next week's podcast, which will be released next Thursday, uh, with She's All Batch. That's the first one, Stephanie and Jackie. First time they've been on the podcast, really looking forward to talking to them. They've really made a name for themselves in the last year since they started their podcast, which started, I believe she said, last October. So they're coming up on uh, one year having a podcast, and... um, They've done a really good job and we had a lot of fun talking about Bachelor Nation stuff and what's going on in their lives and how they got started and all this stuff. Cause I didn't know any of their background. Although you will hear a story about how Stephanie and I actually emailed back and forth about five years ago when she was working at another job, which happened to be for one of the entertainment slash tabloid outlets out there. And So that was interesting. But good talk with them. That's going to air next Thursday. Like I said, I leave for Las Vegas next Thursday. So your daily roundup will be up that morning. And your podcast with She's All Batch will be released a couple hours after that. And then next Friday and next Monday's podcast, even though I'll be in Vegas, I have figured out how to record. So I am going to do that from my room and just... I don't know what we will be talking about because I don't know how much I'll be tuned into Bachelor Nation stuff while I'm out there, but I can go online and look at a few things, and I'm sure I can find some stuff to talk about next Friday and Monday from Las Vegas. Just circling back real quick to the Bachelor stuff and who could it possibly be, I saw that E! Online did an article on here are the contenders for the next Bachelor. So they do a... um, (laughs) They do an article, here are the contenders for the next Bachelor for season 27. And this was written on August 30th. So it was written two days ago, and they still have Nate on there. But here's here's who they have as contenders for the next Bachelor. Nate, Tyler, Logan, Mario, Eric, Jason, Johnny, Tino, Avon, Zach. They just they just list all of Rachel and Gabby's guys. Like, Really? Do you have any insight whatsoever? You're just naming everybody that finished in the top six of Rachel and Gabby's season? Here's a contender. Clearly, this there was zero thought put into this. Because even when they, re- they release each of these guys and say their names and have a little write-up about them, you know, clearly they're not taking spoilers into account. Clearly, they're not taking Bachelor in Paradise into account when you throw out names like Johnny and Logan. Um, it just... You know, Mario? Really? Mario's going to be the Bachelor? The guy got the first impression, Rose, and never did anything the rest of the season. Like, come on. Like, I, I get you have maybe some sort of quota. You have to meet the amount of articles that you have to release in, in one week, but this was not a good one. These people, half the people on this list are not contenders to be the Bachelor whatsoever. But, yeah, you know, I get what they have to do. It's an, It's about engagement. It's about... People seeing a headline that says, ooh, who is... And it says exclusive. Like, there's nothing exclusive about this article. You know? Like I said, half of those people aren't going to be it aren't, and aren't even being considered because of spoilers coming up. But, you know, it's clickbait is what it is. E! has a clickbait story up right now. Here are all the contenders to be The Bachelor in Season 27. And basically... I only think one of them even has a remote shot to be it and that would be like I said it would be Zach but I have no idea if Zach's going to be the bachelor or not. So I want to move on and talk about Big Brother now. Um there was it was a very important episode last night and I think that there was some very very good stuff in it and there was good and bad. And the bad wasn't horrible bad, but it was still it still makes you kind of shake your head. The good is the fact that Big Brother has had a lot of, you know, racism issues in recent seasons, but a lot of it was happening on the live feeds and it never got brought to the forefront and stuff like that. I'm glad that pretty much everything up until the live eviction last night was talking about this incident with Kyle. And as I said yesterday, do I think Kyle is a raging racist? No, I agree with what a lot of the people in the House said, that he didn't understand the ramifications of what he said. Even he admitted, I'm sheltered, I've never even been to a bar, I'm 29 years old. That played a huge role in what he did, and, that, and why he didn't understand what he said was problematic. And it is a little bit nuanced, like Brittany told him, but, you know... The fact that when he was first confronted about it, he said he never had mentioned the out name, which he clearly did. Um, and then when he was telling Monty and Terrence about his thought process, it um, he he kept relating to those um, people of color players that were still in the house, and he thought they all could be in alliance, but he had no evidence whatsoever that it was happening. And I mean, it was the classic definition. Of a microaggression, and somebody like Kyle, who has grown up sheltered, probably has no idea what microaggressions are and how hurtful they can be. And microaggression is a word that's really come to the forefront in the last few years. It's become more and more popular to use, and I think a lot of people hear it, and maybe a lot of people don't understand what it means. And you know, just just going by the definition online of microaggression. Just listen to what the the definition of it is. Microaggressions are the everyday verbal, nonverbal, and environmental slights, snubs, or insults, whether intentional or unintentional, that communicate hostile, derogatory, or negative messages to target persons based solely upon their ethnicity. Okay? I mean, that is the definition of what Kyle did. You take out some of the things. His was verbal. It wasn't nonverbal, and it wasn't an environmental slight or snub or insult. It was a verbal, unintentional verbal words that communicated derogatory or negative messages towards people of color. Like that's exactly what he did. And yeah, he didn't understand it and he didn't understand what the issue was. I was very glad that he was able to talk it out. I was so glad that, and I'm glad that there was tears shed by these people and he understood when I say that there was a little bit of bad in last night's episode, it just, and I said the bad wasn't terrible, but it just makes you shake your head. And it's just the fact that, again, people of color have to explain to a white man, and they have to educate a white man on this stuff. Like, Kyle, you're 29 years old, man. I understand that maybe you've led a sheltered life, but... it to see how much it hurt Monty and hurt Terrence to have to confront him about this, and they're the ones that have to explain it. While they're cool, and like I said, they don't hate Kyle, but one of the punishments and one of the consequences of him saying this stuff was, hey, man, you just got to gotta get out of the house. That and, and I totally agree with that. He should have been eliminated for that because that's just one consequence of what he did. Now it's up to him to understand what he did I just think last night, and I kind of agree if you go to EW.com and you see their recap, I kind of agree with what they said. It, it almost was like, look, I like I said yesterday, I don't think Kyle should be canceled. Nobody should be canceled over this. I'm glad they had an open discussion. I'm glad everyone sat him down and told him exactly why what he said was wrong. However, they almost made it seem like the show, what I'm saying, is they almost made it seem like, I don't know. It was more about his redemption from all this versus Monty and Taylor and Ter- Terrence having to be, you know, you know, kind of put in this position that they have to be the ones that have to understand him and they have to show grace to a guy who really insulted them, and it's like, and you can understand why someone like Monty got. um so emotional and why Terrence got so emotional because yes, they didn't want to have to have this uncomfortable conversation with someone they had grown to like. But again, it's people of color having to educate a white guy about, Hey man, this isn't okay. And it, it's probably tiresome for them because they've probably had to do it more than once in their life. Hell Monty was telling the story about going to an all white school growing up. And he used to have a lot of white friends, and inevitably it just they just kind of went away because it inevitably had something to do with something that they said, and it usually was race-related, you know? I mean, I'm sure he's tired of it. And then he goes on this show, he's having a great time, and here it comes again, rearing its ugly head, a white guy who just doesn't understand microaggressions. So I feel bad for Kyle, I really do. Um, I hope he learns from this, and I'm glad that this isn't sort of he left that house and we're in a very uncomfortable situation where everybody in the house hates him and this guy thinks the world is against him. I'm, I'm glad that's not the case. But while they were on the show last night, it made it seem like they were doing whatever they could to not wash over what Kyle did, but I don't think enough attention was made to the people of color in the house, and what they had to deal with. It was all about Kyle redeeming himself. And that was a little bit, I like I said, it, it was bad, but it wasn't horrible. I'm just glad that they're all good. And they told Kyle to his face, we don't hate you. We love you, man. You're a great guy. We think you're a good guy. We don't think you're a racist. But you have to understand what you did and what you said was wrong. And it seems like Kyle did. And so for that, I'm, I'm glad And like I said, the biggest thing to come out of it, I'm just glad that they spent over 30 minutes on this and this wasn't brushed under the rug. So that was good to see, and I liked the conversation that happened. I wish they wouldn't have focused so much on Kyle's feelings about this and more so on why people of color, the Taylor and Terrence and Monty, why this was an issue to them and why they probably had the emotions that they did, you know? But I'm glad things worked out in the end and Kyle did not walk out of that door thinking that everybody on that show hated him and he had no friends anymore and America is going to come just piling on him. And that's not going to be the case. Um, I really hope that he understands what he did and he learns from it and he gets better from it. That's all you can ask. There's no need to cancel Kyle over this because he did say some things that it just did not make sense. He did not have the evidence to back up. He admitted it last night. I don't know why my mind went there. I don't know why I immediately separated it because of race. And I have to dig deeper and find out why I thought that. I think a lot has to do with his upbringing, I'm sure. He probably has not been around a lot of people of color in his life. And I guarantee he probably doesn't have any friends that are black or any other race. I just, it just, I'm guessing that's probably a major reason why his mind immediately went there now in terms of the gameplay i while that while what kyle did was was bad i i do agree it can also be bad of what michael and Brittany did that they covered it up for two weeks when they had to protect kyle they didn't use that information when one of their own was on the block taylor who's part of their alliance Now they come out and use it, and Monty is on to them, and Taylor is on to them. So this is going to be really interesting. I don't know who won HOH last night. Please don't tell me, but whoever won HOH last night, this is going to be the biggest HOH of the season because it's going to determine basically who goes up. If Monty wins or Taylor wins, Brittany and Michael are going up, but Michael is just such a comp beast. Maybe it won't even matter, and he's going to get himself off the block, and maybe Brittany's going home, but... Um, I, I'm looking forward to Sunday. I might actually read up and find out who does, but I, I don't know yet. We'll see. And so I wanted to end with this, my olive garden story the other day, long story short for those that either didn't hear it or didn't want to listen to it was basically the olive garden admitted to me that they changed their marinara sauce two weeks, ago, two weeks ago. And so someone sent me a story that I didn't realize this, but the title of the story was tomato shortage 2022? Could ketchup and salsa soon be hard to find? And I'm reading this story, and the um, California is responsible for more than 90% of the tomatoes grown domestically. I did not know that. I had no idea. And they're having their worst drought since the year 800. I did not know that either. So it says without rain, I'm just skimming this article here. Without rainwater, farmers have been forced to let their tomato crops go thirsty. Um, so, you know, prices are increasing. And then basically it says other products that could be affected by the shortage. Tomatoes are used to make a variety of staple food items. Here are some products that could be affected due to their tomato-based ingredients. Ketchup, pizza sauce, frozen pizza, marinara sauce, salsa, spaghetti sauce, tomato sauce, paste, and juice. So, look, the Olive Garden has literally had marinara sauce, the same marinara sauce for, I worked there in 1996, so that was 20. Six years ago, I'm sure it was the same one, at least five to ten years before that. I mean, let's just call it even number. 30 years they've had the same marinara sauce, and now all of a sudden they decide to change it after 30 years? My guess is it's changed because they can't get a hold of tomatoes, and they're going with some generic version of marinara sauce, which it tasted like. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't as good as their original. And thank you to the emailer who sent this in to me. I had no idea there was a tomato shortage going on. And apparently, prices are right now. Price of tomato sauce is up 17%. Uh, price of ketchup is up 23%. Certain tomato pastes have gone up 80%. Crazy. I had no idea this was going on in the world. Where are our tomatoes? It's killing me. But yeah, that's where we're at. And that's probably the explanation as to why Olive Garden decided to change their marinara sauce after 30 plus years. But. Interesting, interesting article. I had no idea there was a tomato shortage. Did you? Anyway, thank you all for listening. I hope you have a great weekend ahead. I know I will because I'll be plopped on my couch all day tomorrow watching college football, some great games. I mean, Oregon, Georgia, Notre Dame, Ohio State, Florida, and Utah. I think an underrated game is Arkansas and Cincinnati. Just a lot of good games this weekend. I, I can't wait. It's my favorite time of the year. Got my bets in, and we'll see how I do. Anyway, uh, thank you all for listening. Hope you have a great weekend, and we will talk to you Monday. See ya!